Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ron Keel, the Metal Cowboy, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire. Rock is not dead. You found it. Listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network, featuring special guest, the Metal Cowboy, Ron Keel. to the program uh the metal cowboy of course i'm talking about let's do this <laughs> let's do this Paco, great to be back on the show with you. <laughs> thank you so much of course we actually have ron keel on the phone that was a shout out for your patreons uh that's, people who that's follow, my, or followers my of the ron ego. cast if you want to explain yes. it my my alter ego less do this d-u-d-i-s <laughs> was at one point my alias when i checked into a hotel and you gotta you know kind of cover your tracks so that people don't know how to find you so that was my favorite alias let's do this <laughs> and that's what i do i just that's what we keep doing i have several alter egos uh, the metal cowboy let's do this ron keel and uh <laughs> i'm just so and so are we ron you are the the first time we've had a, a three-time guest appear on the show so uh that's quite an honor for you <laughs> it's, it is it is an honor for me, and I uh, always love talking to you guys, and I appreciate your support. Uh, did you happen to catch the Super Bowl? I know you're a football fan. I, I assume you watched it. Did you, did you enjoy absolutely, it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I always enjoy it. I wish it had been the Saints. 
I mean, you know, I mean, the Saints should have been there because that botched call at the end of the NFC Championship game, heartbreaking to the to the people of New Orleans and to football fans everywhere because that's the game we should have seen. Breeze against Brady, come on. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I'm a Viking fan, so those cheaters can can rot in hell. <laughs> well, I, I'm always rooting for the old guy, man. You know, the guy, all, those two uh, geezers still have some gas left in the tank, kind of like I do, so uh, I can relate. Yeah, no, that's cool. Did you enjoy the halftime show? That seemed to garner a lot of uh, out of blowback from people. I did not watch the halftime show. We took a break, went in the hot tub, had a beer, and came back when it was <laughs> over. I have absolutely zero interest in that particular halftime show. There's been a couple of good ones. I thought Gaga knocked it out of the park, uh, Kiss, Springsteen, Prince, but uh, Maroon 5, you can have it. No thanks. Okay, well, uh, maybe we'll get the Metal Cowboy in next year, huh? No, I doubt it, but ACDC, man, how cool would that be? That'd be all right, huh? Uh, well, even though they're not American, but neither is The Who or you know some of these bands that have done the, the halftime show. I think ACDC would be uh, a slam dunk for, for the Super Bowl halftime show. That's my vote. I actually am a big fan of just uh, skipping the whole thing, uh, just like like you did. Just uh, hit the hot tub, have a beer, uh, come back when it's done. Uh, I think they make too much of it. Uh, but Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Enough about football. There is so much going on in the Ron Keel universe. We, uh, we really need to start digging into it today. You have a new record coming out, but before we get into that, there's actually a release today that came out that has uh, you all over it, and that's the Emerald Sabbath, uh, Black Sabbath kind of tribute. I thought you might mention that. It's a tough one coming right out of the shoots with the Sabbath question because I don't know what to say. I, I'm very tempted to throw a no comment at you right out of the shoots here with the Sabbath tribute. I don't know what to say. Oh, have you not it, heard it, 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 or is there an issue? Yeah, oh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Um, and I guess now we have to address it. If I address it, it's only going to draw more attention to it because I'm on your, your podcast. <laughs> um, and it was a very, very special project for me getting to do the Dio track, the Gillen track and the Ozzy track. But I'm sure if you, if you listen you know, and pay attention, you'll realize that it's not me singing Die Young, it's fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks, because they pitched <laughs> it up from E-flat almost to F for some reason, and the producer of the session is very understanding, Mike uh, Sulibane, uh, the guy who put the whole thing together, Mad Mike, and super guy, and really, I'm really proud to be a part of that project. I'm encouraging fans, your listeners, my listeners, and my fans to hold off because they are going to remix it. We don't know what happened or why that got pitched up, but it's it's they took my balls off. They cut my balls off, man. It, it's it's very upsetting. Uh, first thing I did this morning when I woke up, I grabbed my first cup of coffee and I bought the damn thing because I hadn't heard the mixes. I, I bought it, I listened to it, and I absolutely was heartbroken. And Ronnie James Dio pissing down from heaven on that track right now. It's an embarrassment. And I only hope that they fix it. Um, and I hope that we get a, a faithful version out there because Rudy Sarzo cut the bass in E-flat. DC Cawthon cut the guitars in E-flat. I sang the damn thing in E-flat, just like Ronnie James Dio did. There's absolutely no reason to pitch it up an entire step from E-flat almost to F. It's like right between E and F somewhere. There's no reason for that. I can't imagine how that could have happened. And the producer, of this, the, the executive producer, Mike, uh, he, I guess he heard it too. You know, <laughs> oh, what? 
you probably should have listened to it before you released it. <laughs> Man, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's very, very upsetting to me. Um, well, I didn't mean to start off on a sour note. I, I honestly had no idea. I did notice it seemed a little bit out of your normal range, but, you know, who am I to judge? You know, I just kind of hammered through the three tracks you did today. Well, I'd sing it in the same key Ronnie James Dio sang it. Sure, sure. supposed to be in. But, yeah, it's it's it's... It, Lost its balls. It's all pitched. It's pitched up like a chipmunk. Now, trashed is fine. Trashed is good. Amazing track. I'm really proud of that vocal and the, the mix sounds great. Trashed is great. Of course, they die out is the first voice you hear on the record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Hole in the Sky is pitched up as well. The other, the other song that I did, not pitched up an entire step. I don't know who mixed it or what they were thinking, but yeah, I'm pissed. You probably can't tell. Uh, no, I can totally tell. How about I try to cheer you up a little bit? Because uh, you were kind enough to to send me uh, a link to check out the new album, Fight Like a Band. You having the release party on February twenty third? Does the album actually drop on March first? That's correct. Yes. Okay, because I, I I've got to wait for my pre order. Uh, I got to tell you, Ron, I absolutely adored the record. I can't wait for the weather here to warm up just a little bit more, so I can roll the windows down in the car and just hit the pedal to the floor and enjoy this record. Fight like a band, uh, of course, is what I'm talking about. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, tell me a little, just what do you want to talk about first? I, well, I got track by that. track notes here. It means a lot to me, and it is the most personal statement that I've mm-hmm. ever made. And it's the, by far the most diverse. I mean, even Metal Cowboy was kind of between the lines with that, you know, Metal Cowboy, Southern Rock kind of thing. This one's all over the map. This record takes you on a journey from bone-crushing metal, like the lead track, Road Ready, to some commercial rock, like uh, Flight Like a Band, the title track, the uh, Hearts Gone, excuse me, Hearts Gone Wild, which is one of my favorite songs on the record. Uh, good songs, bad times, working men's anthems like Fire in the Rain, and uh, the Keel classics as well. We redid four Keel songs from uh, my my past, Right to Rock, Tears of Fire, finally got the vocal it deserves. Uh, so this mm. record has, you know, it really has everything on it, and I'm I'm super proud. I'm glad that you you liked it. You're one of the first people to hear it. I've I've played a few songs on my radio show. Uh, during the rough mix stage when I was uh, doing live mm-hmm. radio and I, I'd pop a song on the, onto the broadcast just so I could listen to it on the air to see how it sounds through the broadcast signal and to share it with the fans and to get, you know, kind of share those special moments. Hey, I'm listening to this for the first time with my audience, my listeners, because you know, I hadn't heard these mixes either. Mike uh, Drash, my co-producer, would send me the mix in the email and email pops up and you know, I played it on the radio and um uh, so you're one of the first people to actually hear the whole album in its entirety, top to bottom. So I appreciate uh, your kind words and the fact that you like it and enjoy it and you're excited about it means a lot to me. I, I, I actually do. You know, it's it's. I've only had a few listens, but it's it's near the top of everything you've ever done for me as as, as a fan of your career. Um, you know, I will tell you this, Ron. Uh, one of the things I always look for with, with someone like yourself who's had a long career, I want to hear Ron Keel now. Like, if I go see you live uh, at your CD release party on February 23rd in, what's that, Lakewood, Iowa? <laughs> Lunch, Lunchwood, Iowa, just outside of Sioux Falls. Okay. Uh, if I go there, I want to hear the right to rock. But when you release new new material, I want to hear Ron Keel now. I don't want to hear... 
you know, Ron Keel tried to try to rewrite write the rock, and you did not. You 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 hit this out of the park. This sounds there's so many personal um, notes of your life that you can hear in 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 the music and the lyrics. And it just sounds like this is where you are now. And and it, I I just as a as a fan, I really appreciate. It's like I I grew up with you. You know what I mean? I I do appreciate that. I wish and hope that more fans will will feel that way. And I understand that those records from the '80s are part of the soundtrack of our lives. Mm-hmm. But our lives aren't over, man. We're still yeah. making soundtracks. <laughs> we're still we're still orchestrating our future and our and our present. And I, I treasure the past and embrace it, but. Uh, none of us are the same people we were 30 years ago. We got to evolve. We have to grow. Some of the my favorite and the most iconic artists of all time are the ones that have reinvented themselves and evolved and grew and stretched the boundaries. And you know, there's no better example than that Bohemian Rhapsody movie, the, the, the huge film uh, from last year that featured uh, Queen and Freddie Mercury story. You can just tell that, that that's one thing that really. I'd always been a Queen fan, but I didn't realize how diverse they were. They would go from one extreme to the other, from opera to funk to pop to metal to disco. To, I didn't even realize that. I was just a Queen fan. And I, and I kind of feel the same way about artists like David Bowie, who constantly reinvented himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do it because I'm not satisfied with who I am. I just I enjoy exploring new territory. I, I like chasing new frontiers and whether it's a mountain or an ocean or a desert or the, the tundra. I mean, I, 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 I like exploring new territory within myself and within my music. And I don't like to put barricades around my creativity. I just sat down and tried to write the best songs I could. And I also, this record was a team effort with my guys in my band. We get together in my basement with guitars and whiskey and, Hash out tunes, and I, I would have a, a title or a, a verse or a chorus or just a piece, and I'd play it for them, and they'd kind of help me figure out where to go next, uh, which is very unlike me, being the control freak that I am. Mm. I, uh, I wrote Metal Cowboy all on my own without any co-writing or assistance. Very personal project that I wrote myself, every note, every lick, every everything. And this one was a team effort. This one's a collaboration. Why does this one feel so much more personal to me? And that, that's that's the uh, dichotomy of the situation. But the guys in the band are, are you truly... You let people in, Ron. <laughs> that, 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 that friendship and that... Uh, and the fact was they all bought into my philosophy. Uh, I'm, I'm like the head coach. And getting back to our football analogy, I'll always, I'll always uh, use a football metaphor, but... Uh, I'm the head coach. I'm the Bill Belichick of the Ron Peel band. <laughs> and my guys all they all do their jobs. They all play their positions and they all make plays when I, when I need them to. And they bought into my system. I told them, this is how I write. And we'd never written before. We, we just, we said, let's make a record. And I thought we hopefully end up with half a dozen songs. We'd maybe do some kill songs and some covers. And we sat down to write and I told them, this is how I do it. And I've kind of schooled them on my songwriting approach, my philosophy, and they bought it. And they started to, I just started pouring out. It, it, it turned into a very magical release, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, I can't wait to get my uh, my physical copy, like I said, so I can slap that sucker in the Bach Cruiser and just drive around, irritate my neighbors. But uh, right, what are some of your favorite songs? I mean, if you can, yeah, uh, actually, I got a, I got a, I got a handful here, man. If you got a minute, uh, absolutely. Uh, Road Ready, you, you released a, a lyric video for that, and obviously, it, it, basically, all the lyrics are kind of a nod to other lyrics from songs of your career and moments in your career. Do I hear a little bit of serenade in the music in the the little bit of lead in intro? Well, it's E minor. I mean, it's the same chord. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there, there, now that you now that you mention it, there is a little similarity uh, yeah. to that. I sat down to we had the music, and I sat down to write the lyrics on top of it, which is not my favorite thing to do. Um, I did have the chorus, Road Ready, of New Love. We're going to go to the C, D, E, Road Ready. I'm, you know, I had the chorus written, but then it's time to write the verses, and I sat down and I started singing lines from my previous career just as placeholders. You know, mm. you figure, I, I need I need X amount of syllables here, and here's the melody, and kind of putting it together. The first couple of lines, i rolling down the highway in the dead of the night, and all these lyrics from my previous career, and I thought, man, that how cool would that be if I could just – kind of pay tribute to me <laughs> or my, my history to sell like that let's write a tribute to Rock Keel a shrine uh, to myself <laughs> <laughs> but I realized that I had so many well I've got a large catalog a, a pretty big body of work so uh, it wasn't hard to find phrases that rhymed or that fit yeah, and no, so it ended good. up being how many are there, Baco? Do you know how many phrases? Uh, you know, lines? I didn't count. I mean, I you, I know when you first <laughs> threw it up there, you're like, see if you can catch them all. I probably caught at least eighty percent of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you want, I'll I'll I'll, I'll spend the night. I'll, I'll I'll get back to you in the morning. But uh, I'll give you a twenty dollar gift certificate for the Ron Keel online store if you can name them all. Oh, there's twenty. I'll tell you, there's twenty of them. All right, so I can <laughs> shoot, I, I can email you that, right? Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I, I very very cool track. Fight like a band kind of caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it to kind of open up um, lyrically the way it did. Now, is that a, at least a, about it seems like it's about your wife Renee's cancer battle. Is that right? Absolutely, yes. Because instead of saying fight like a man, you say fight like a girl. And then, of course, you tie in the same kind of desire to fight, you know, in the second verse where you're talking about just trying to create a career for yourself. That's correct. You know, that, that, uh, I just sat down and wrote what I felt, man. And we've all fought together. Renee's part of the band, too. Sure. And we've all fought like a band through the adversity the last four years with having some amazing dreams come true, having our asses kicked, kicking right back. Uh, and during her bout with cancer, um, that was, a, that's the band was built literally within days of her diagnosis. So we were the, the Badlands house band and all of a sudden the plug got pulled 
no more gig, no more band, no more tour bus, no more financial backing, no mm-hmm. more, no more nothing really. We had some gigs on the books for the next year. That would, would have been uh, 2016, but we were, were tough spot. And all of a sudden, it was the same time frame. Literally within a matter of days, Renee was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, and you know, it was a that was a, a punch to the gut to say the least. And the band was built at that point when we had to make the decision mm. either I'm done because I'm not leaving. If she's having chemo or radiation or surgery, I'm not leaving. I actually did a gig, you know, on the a day that she had a surgery. I was there for every surgery, not every chemo treatment, but you know, it was a decision that I had to make that uh, how am I going to keep going into this new challenge with without literally without any support having to change the name of the band to the Ron Keel band and rebuild and lead this the thing myself mm-hmm. um, without uh, the previous production uh, entertainment group that had been behind us. I realized that Renee takes energy and joy and positivity from my energy, joy and positivity when I'm singing and playing and creating and writing. I'm 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 on top of the world. I'm who I was born to be. I'm full of energy and excitement and love and happiness. And I think she fed off that. And it was kind of obvious that I got to keep going somehow. We got to rebrand this thing as the Ron Keel Band, and we've got to make a record. We've got we got we got to write our own music. We got to make a record. We had not played any original music except the Keel catalog up until that point. The decision was made to to. I uh, talked to David Ellison from EMP Label Group and pitched David with the idea of making an original Bronchial Band album, and he embraced the idea, and he and Tom Hazard from EMP have been nothing but supportive throughout the entire process. Both very cool platform. dudes. I, I, I've met yeah. Tom, but not, not Dave. But Dave's from Minnesota, so I have to assume he's awesome. He is. He is. Great guys, man. And uh, you know, the friendship that, that has blossomed from that business and working relationship has been a a huge plus to us but yeah that song fight like a band is about that struggle that we went through both in life and in the business um and a truer lyric i've never written i mean that every line is is a piece of my life uh in music and lyrical form so i'm glad that you uh glad that you felt the impact of those lyrics yeah i definitely connected with uh, almost every song um but i will tell you it was it was the fourth song in the record that that i started to feel like i was really listening to an album you know what i mean like i was on the verge of like oh my lord this might be my next really in, you know embraced musical uh, collection and that's the, the track long way down ron absolutely love this song It's a long way down 
It's a long way down Scared I'm gonna fall without your loving arms around Love for you is such a natural By this point, like, I'm hooked. I'm like, this record... Is, is has hit all phases four tracks in. I, I, I can't wait to hear what's next. That's probably right now my favorite track, but I can tell this album is going to be one of those ones that I go back to and suddenly another song is going to be something I, I gravitate towards. I appreciate that. and So much of it is, is from real life and some of it's very personal, but I also like the story songs, like rock and roll guitar. Where yeah. The, the, story, the story of the guitar. Is it's it like a Ron Keel version of Jukebox Hero. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the and, songs aren't similar, but the, it's like a story of a guy, like, you know, holding the guitar. It's, yeah, the story of a guitar, really, that passes from one hand to another. And it was going to be a novel. I was going to write a novel about a guitar that had gone through, you know, from a pawn shop to a blues guy to a jazz guy, to a Les Paul passed on to a kid. And I did what I did and said, well, let's just make it a song. I don't have time to write a, no- a novel <laughs> right now. Let's just make it a song. I had 14 pages of lyrics. I told you the whole story about this guitar and realize oh, this is, you know, it's a three-hour song. So I had to cut it down a little bit. It convinced me a concept record, of, Ron. Really? But it, it, it could have been. But I love that fact that I'm telling the story about this guitar that changes hands from one generation to the next. And on the song, we actually pass the guitar to the next generation of guitar heroes, Eli Dykstra, young man by the name of Eli Dykstra. He's 16 years old, and he is going to be the next guitar hero. I've watched the kid grow up the last four years since we've been here in the Midwest. And uh, a fantastic human being, an amazing player. Eli Rocks uh, is his handle on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and all that. I encourage everybody to check him out. And so we really literally did, for the session, the guitar gets passed from one musician to another. And and Eli ends up with it at the end of the song and does that blazing end solo. So it's a 16-year-old kid just shredding on the end of that tune. Hmm. Really? Yep. Awesome. I'm glad we went back to that one. Yeah, uh, I did like Me the too. song. I just uh, didn't know of. Uh, I didn't have a lot of notes on it. But uh, well, the next track is "Hearts Gone Wild." You mentioned uh, in the lead-in that that was one of your favorite tracks. Tell us, uh, tell us why that one connects with you. You're the songwriter. It, it, well, it, it's telling a story. It is telling really telling a story. And I can't talk. I can't go. I don't want to give away the ending. Once you've heard it, you know how the song ends. But um, it, it did not come from real life experience. Oh, it cool! Came from just uh, the desire to tell a story about two people who meet and f- music creates a bond between the two of them and they fall in love and i can't tell you what happens you know what happens because <laughs> you've heard the track but um it was one of those songs that took me a long time to write they say that the best songs are those gifts from god that come in uh, you know 20 minutes or less well this one was 20 years i think i started that lyric in 1998 huh. and finally it, it just came together. I had that, that signature riff, which I love to build a song around. It's a big, strong, solid signature riff. And you find out where, where it goes from there. And just the writing process of that one. That's the only song on the record I wrote by myself. So that one is not it's personal, but it's not about me. If you know what I mean. I do, actually. And, uh, and yeah. back to your other point, you know, I mean, I, I think sometimes it you know, there's a reason things take a long time to finish. You know what I mean? It just, you weren't quite ready to do it, you know? 
I've experienced yeah. both as far as the the song that came together quick and something that you just had to fight through and just put it away and come back to it, that kind of stuff. But I keep all the ideas in the bank, and whatever I didn't use didn't mean it wasn't great or just maybe it didn't <laughs> percolate or ferment properly, and it's still there. In the vault for the next record. It, I always, I was gonna say, I was gonna make a little joke there. I always imagine <laughs> you, you kept your songs in a Gene Simmons vault. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the Ron Keel vault, which yes. for 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 fifty dollars, I'll come to your house. My demos. <laughs> I'll take a picture with you, and we'll listen to my demos together for fifty bucks. Just find me online at rodkeel.com. Yeah. I'll, you give me 50 bucks and I'll, I'll I'll pay my own airfare. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Deal. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I hope how everybody... About cameo, how about a... that Cameo thing everybody's doing now? Have you seen that? No, what's that? It's the service called Cameo. It's an app where uh, Tommy Lee and Vince Neil... Oh, yes, I have. With... Like in like Ron Keel were like, hey, buddy, happy birthday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not. Everybody goes, Rod. You should do this. I'm not doing that. You could, but at the online store at ronkill.com, you can get the video shout out for the same same price. I am offering that same service in the online store at ronkill.com. Oh, let's get back to the record. Another killer track, Ron. Good songs, bad times. I need some good songs to help me through the bad times. Some loud guitars and words that rhyme I don't need no symphony Yes, just gotta breathe All night long A sweet love song about you and me I absolutely adore the line, let the bad times rock. How has that not been used already? I know, dude. I mean, really, of course, when you come up with a line like that, I'm glad you noticed that. A really cool attention to detail. Let the bad times rock. Uh, what it means to me is no matter how bad it gets, just have a good time and rock out. Let the bad times rock. And I looked, I Googled it. Of course, you can, nowadays, you just go into a search engine and you find that it's never been used. There's there's been a couple similar, okay. but that phrase has never been used. I love doing that when you can come up with an original phrase. The right to rock, obviously, was the best one ever at the time. Nobody had. I thought of that phrase, and it literally built my career on top of it. Sure. Uh, just to come up with a, a money phrase like that, the right to rock. Well, I think this is better. Time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I, I love the right to rock, <laughs> but I mean this 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 is like so subtle. It's, it's almost like uh, that Eagles tune. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, life in the fast life lane. Life in the fast lane. Like nobody had yeah. ever used that before. This is like that like level. I'm just like it's so perfect because who can't relate to that? Leaning on music to get through a rough patch. That's exactly what it's all about, man. Oh my God! Great tune. Uh, next up is the, the. It's the first single, right? Girls like me. I need a woman that can hold her own, work all day, party all night long. Saturdays on the town, Sunday on the couch, watching the game, loving it. She's pretty, she's smart, she's got balls, and she's got hearts.
This song fucking kicks ass, Brian. <laughs> When's the video I'm glad come you out? Like it. The video will drop here uh, next week. Uh, so, so you'll see that very soon. And a very unique video concept, I might add. Um, not uh, disparaging any of my peers or anybody else <laughs> in the business now. But obviously, video budgets aren't what they used to be. Sure, but it's also uh, easier we, to make one. Uh, yeah, you, you just put a bunch of guys in front of a green screen or in a warehouse you know, and you got HD cameras, and they're performing the song. Not this. This is a fun, entertaining video that you're going to want to watch over and over again. Uh, yeah, we're in it, but we're not the stars of it. Let's put it that way. Is it safe uh, for work? Oh, it depends on your line of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I work in a tit bar. <laughs> well, then, it's going to be perfect for you. Great. Perfect. You may have seen some of the clips uh, already on my social media, but we filmed our portion of the video in a, uh, a gentleman's club here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, called Scarlett O'Hara's. <laughs> I wasn't too. And, oh, wait. Yeah. Because yeah, who is the tit bar DJ in the song? Gino, our bass player. Oh, okay. All right. And he does the, the voice because uh, he actually used to be a, a gentleman's club. I prefer to call it, <laughs> <laughs> you call it a tip bar, a gentleman's club. Uh, he was actually the DJ in, in a gentleman's club back Put your in the hands day. together for candy. <laughs> All looky, no looky. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> uh, we just had fun with it. It's definitely the most fun song on the record. And uh, oh, catchy as hell, and you know, in a good way. It's such a, it's a perfect single. I I appreciate you saying that. I hope that the rest of the world agrees with you. I think so too. It's just fun. It's entertaining. Uh, it's not uh, the, the message. Basically, is is pretty simple, but it's entertainment, man. You know, I'm not preaching to anybody. There are songs in this record about heartbreak, about real life, about going through tough times, about working hard and never getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Fire in the Rain, which is a, certainly a favorite of mine. Closest thing I think we've got to a ballad on this record. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, that Girls Like Me song, that's, you're right. It's a hit single, and it's uh, a lot of fun. You know, it switches into that Fire and Rain. But one thing that at this point that becomes very obvious as, as a listener that I that at least want to share with you is that like you these songs have a lot of color and shape to them it, there is a lot of difference from one song to the next they all stick out but it, it sounds cohesive still even though you you're, you're using um, some different styles from track to track some of them are a little more country like you said some are a little more hard metal but the, it doesn't sound disjointed or anything like that it's a very smooth listen all the way through I appreciate that. That's the idea. That's what I'm shooting for. You never know. I mean, it, it does kind of, it's, it's, it's my style, I guess, but it, it is uh, it's a very diverse record. I really like coming out of old school, which is a, you know, I love kind of old southern, twangy Southern kind of thing right into the right to rock. Or that no, song is about you though, isn't it? Uh, isn't old school about little Ron? Yeah. And I actually wanted to change the, t- to spell the title differently wanted to spell it O-L-D apostrophe S-C-O-O-L. <laughs> Old's cool. But, yeah. I, I, I like that. I I thought hard, long and hard about that one. But, oh. And now all of a sudden, you know, I, I think Frank Hannon now has a song called Old School. That's the title of the new Helix album, Old School. So I probably should have spelled it the way I originally wanted to spell it. Like, yeah. Old School, man. You know, life begins at 55 as far as I'm concerned. I've got a long way to go. The best is yet to come, and today was the best day of my life until tomorrow. That's how I feel. 
Well, from now forward, I am always going to intentionally pronounce old school, olds cool. <laughs> All right, thank you. The tip of the hat to, to you, Ron, uh, the metal cowboy. Uh, I will say the one track I I, I liked listening to the Keel medley, but it that to me is like probably the only thing I'd ever I mean skip again. You know what I mean? Everything on here is just a keeper. I I love the new stuff. I, why what what made you decide to do that? It was cool to listen to you know modern day recording on on all these tracks and also to hear you now sing them. Well, thank you. I originally had no idea that we would be able to come up with an album's worth of new original material that I could be proud of, that I could oh, hang I my hat you. on, um, because I hadn't written a song in four years. I had been literally under lock and key with that Badlands Pawn gig and having to work for somebody else for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. I never had a real job. And that was a great job because I get to be a DJ on the number one rock station in Sioux Falls. And I get to run around a tour bus with great gear and a great crew and a great, I get to put my dream band together and, you know, get to uh, do shows for five, 10,000 people. And yeah, it was a great gig and the money was great. It was all good, but it was not creatively fulfilling because I was not allowed to write, record, or release original music during that period. So when you take the chains off and okay, it's now I'm free to write. Can I still write it? Do I have anything left in the in the well, so to speak? Mm. And I found out that I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had intended on doing maybe, hopefully, getting a half dozen original tunes, uh, re-record some songs from throughout my career, maybe add a couple of covers, and then, you know, we got a record. Didn't end up that way, man. We started writing, and we didn't stop, and I still haven't stopped. I'm still writing songs, even though the record's done. The creative spark has been reignited, so to speak. I still... Wanted to include those Keel songs, and that's a selfish thing, man. You know, for me personally, I wanted to sing those songs again. I wanted people to hear me sing those songs properly. The original versions are very special. They're near and dear to our heart. They're part of our, the fabric of our rock and roll history and part of my legacy. But the vocals suck, man. The guy's singing out of tune. (laughs) I I couldn't hold a tune in a bucket back then. Uh. I've had a lot of practice the last 30 years, and I've gotten better. And I deserve another shot at singing some of those songs yeah, that made okay. me who I am. If you want to skip over them, that's cool, man. But I couldn't. I had to sing them. Well, no, no. I, I'm just saying, like, now that I heard them, I'm glad I did. I, but I, the rest of the record is so good. I just, to me, this this doesn't stand up as much. But it was so. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed going through all those tracks. You know, we we spent a little time together in Nashville last summer, and you at that we were that where you played the uh, I can't remember the name of the bar. I'm sorry, but you 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 did an acoustic set and you played Serenade, but you didn't do the falsetto. You you do like kind of a, your normal voice, and to me, a lot of this stuff kind of sounds like that. Like it was. It was amazing to hear you sing that song. You know the way you in, in your normal voice now. I mean, it was like it, it translated very good, and it was Thank a lot. You. Listening to these was a lot like that. Uh, listening to you do that opening scream to the right to rock, but not like this overlayered, just you know, crazy eighties metal kind of thing, which I love. But I love actually hearing kind of the new version. Man, I need a million more like you, and I'm in business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can I, I can verify that I'm responsible for two purchases of uh, Fight Like a Band. The album closes with Hey Man, and again, it's just, you know what? It is hard to, you know, this is almost a conceptual song, like where you're trying to almost like uh, make a lyric out of a phone call. And, and 
you nailed it. I mean, it's it, it's such a smooth, fun way to end this record, it, and just another sign that you this album is also sequenced almost perfectly. I mean, I, I don't know what I would change. Thank you. Sequencing is a big part of it. That's the album listening experience. So I I take great care in doing that. Uh, realizing that today a lot of people will they won't listen to an album top to bottom. It's very tough uh, for anybody to have that kind of time. But I think that an album still has to be built that way. It's an album. It's a collection of songs to take you on a journey. It should have a beginning and an end and a middle, just like a great movie or a great story or a great novel. Uh, and that song, Hey Man, that ends the record, absolutely was never intended to do that. I was sitting with the final sequence, so I listened to it in every possible configuration and realized that that's the one that I've had to say goodbye. Because at the end of the song, in the phone call, I say goodbye, I'll talk to you later, you know, I gotta go. Sorry, bye, gotta go. I'm on stage, got a show to do, that kind of thing. In my life and in my business, at the, at the hectic pace at which I, I move, very difficult to catch up with old friends or to call them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm a, I'm a phone call guy, man. Texting is cool and Facebook messaging and emailing and all that stuff. I'm a phone call guy. I like to hear my friend's voice, my, my children and my friends. I want to hear the voice. And I love the phone call action. There's just never enough time to do that. And I started writing the song for a couple of friends that are songwriters, as you may have gathered from the lyric. Yeah. It's about me and, and a guy that I used to co-write with, and I never get to talk to him or see him, or we don't write together anymore. But it started, it, it evolved from that to become a phone call to uh, basically, uh, I'm sorry, uh, an apology to all the friends <laughs> that I that they're still part of my life, but I just don't have time to call them as often as I'd like to. Especially now, uh, with everything you got going on. Uh, but yeah, but I, honestly, a great way to end the record. Um, uh, and now, now that we've got there, I mean, again, Ron, uh, this probably is my favorite record of your career. I mean, I'm, I'll always go to Right to Rock, and I think my second favorite uh, Keel record would probably be the self-titled one from '87. Uh, I think it came out. But this well, thank one, thank you. Man, I plan on using some of these money quotes. You've given me some great material for the <laughs> PR sheet. I'm using some of these money quotes, Baco. Yeah, I have at it. <laughs> I, I'd be honored to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, so you have like a CD release party coming up. But well, why don't you? Because I, 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 is it Lakewood, Iowa? Did I get that wrong? Larchwood, Iowa. Larchwood. Which basically, literally, it's 20 minutes from Sioux Falls. It's right over the uh, Sioux Falls, Iowa border, <laughs> and it's the big. It's the it's the closest we're going to get to Vegas here at the Wild Wild Midwest. Absolute beautiful venue, great place to hang, eat, gamble, and see shows. A lot of the big uh, national acts play there, and um, we've never played there. I so Google it's, mapped it today. It's four hours from my house. Dude, come on! What do you? Yeah, I'll see you there. All right, man. <laughs> VIP pre party at five o'clock. It's going to be a long day, man. I'm telling you, the VIP pre party starts. At 5 o'clock, we're going to do a meet and greet. We're going to crank up the record on the big speakers, hang with the people. Have a, we'll have a bar and, and a, just a, a chance for us all to, to celebrate mm-hmm. and party with our friends here in the area because the, the support we've received from the Sioux Falls area and, and people in this region has been absolutely 
uh, inspirational and motivational. But we've got people also coming in from all over the country. I've got people from Kentucky, Ohio, uh, Louisiana, Georgia, Idaho. They're all emailing, hey, I'll see you there. I got my ticket. Actually, it's a free show. They, they don't need a ticket to get to the show, but they might need a plane ticket to get here. <laughs> but that's amazing that, I mean, these people would travel across the country to be here for this for this occasion and celebrate it with us. Uh, it's it's going to be a huge night. It's going to be a long day, like I said. We're doing the album in its entirety. For the first time, we've never done any of these songs except Road Ready. We've been opening with that one for uh, since last summer. We've never done any of the other songs um, live on stage. There are 19 songs or portions of songs in the show that we've never done before. So we've been rehearsing hard and heavy. Uh, we're going to do all those Southern Rock classics and tributes. We're going to do the, the Kill material, stuff off the Metal Cowboy album. And uh, it's going to be a long night, over three hours of music. And at the end of that, we'll do another meet and greet where we'll uh, hopefully sell some CDs, sign some autographs, take some pictures, and drink some cocktails. Well, are, are we, as we're talking right now, are we in the calm before the storm, or is the storm no. just starting right now? Absolute mayhem, man. And it has been. Uh, it has been for quite some time. But the week before, yeah, we're it's crunch time. There's a lot of bells and whistles, a lot of details, a lot of moving parts. We've got... Uh, and I'm the I'm the manager of the band as well as the band leader and lead singer, and, which is a lot of a lot of hats to wear. Yeah. But uh, I'm 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 a control freak, and I am pretty good at what I do. So <laughs> I am coordinating pretty much everything. We've got some additional musicians. Uh, Steve Doc Purcell, who was an original member of the band, who never quit, never got fired. He had to go back to Nashville for health reasons. Um, uh, a while back, a couple years ago, but he's still, we've, we've done projects together. He actually played on the album. He played on a couple of tunes on the record. I uh, played on Long Way Down. And in fact, he's the guy who brought that song to my attention. Nice. Uh, and he also played on Just a Cowboy. And he's going to come back and join us for the, the show. And we've got a new guitarist as well, Jason Haven, who's joined the band. I that up. Um, because there's a lot of guitar in this record. I want to concentrate on being a front man so, so I can sing and, and perform and, and lead the show. Uh, so I needed what, what an amazing player. He, these three guitar players now, it's it's guitar soup with D.C. Cawthorn, who's uh, the original guitar player in the band, and Doc Purcell, Jason Haven. Uh, at the, these guys are going to, they're not all on stage at the same time. Uh, Jason's going to do the new original music and Doc's going to do the Southern Rock tribute stuff and uh, at the end of the night, we'll all be on stage together for, for the finale. But I certainly want to mention not just the new guys, but the, the guys that have been there with me from the start. D.C. Cawthorn on lead guitar and Gino R.C. on the bass. El Diablo, been with me 21 years now. He's also the bass player in Keel. 21 years he's been in my way. When I'm trying to get to the side of the stage to pick up a different guitar, no, he's the no, guy that's in my he, way. To, to clarify for anybody who, who missed that, Gino and El Diablo are the same guy, right? Same guy. Yeah, it's a nickname. Yeah. Uh, we all have nickname. I'm the Metal Cowboy. Ed, let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. He's, he's Gino R.C. and El Diablo. Um, and uh, Dakota Scott <laughs> on keyboards and Jeff the Rav Kohler on, on the drums. Those last two guys are South Dakota natives who are both members of the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So th these are world-class musicians and world-class human beings that are at my side. And, and uh, just uh, I could not have scripted a better scenario at, at this point in my life and my career with 
with a great group of guys who have literally fought like a band to stay together. Nobody quit. No, I mean, through all the crap that we went through, nobody quit. Nobody's ever been fired from the Ron Keel band. And there's been a lot of tough times. Um, but that uh, that's impressive, especially when you factor you're not exactly in the the uh, heartbeat of you know rock and roll. I mean, you're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I mean, the, the idea that the people hung in tough there that's pretty yeah, impressive. And we, and we, Says a lot about them and you. Yeah, we moved here for this gig. We all relocated. Me and uh, El Diablo, Gino, uh, and Dave Cawthon, we all moved here for this gig. And when it fell apart, that Badlands house band thing. Yeah. When it, when, when they pulled the plug on us. Yeah, I went, let, let me just touch on that real quick because you mentioned a couple times. Basically, there was I, I don't, I'm sorry if I don't remember the guy. I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but he built this pawn, uh, Badlands pawn. Uh, it was a, an amazing venue that were basically it was a pawn shop by day, but it was huge, right? They could slide everything out and basically host a concert. They had, you know, uh, I know Kiss played there. There was a lot of big acts that actually played there. Uh, yeah, and you were Kiss, the house Megadeth. band. That would, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, yeah. And and then he also bought a radio station and, and a racetrack, and he built all this stuff and kind of had this little empire. And there was like That's some right. kind of like. Um, a legal issue with the the state that ended up basically causing him to make it financially un he couldn't I don't know the details. I just all I know is that because he this no, new don't. law passed, he had to shut yeah. everything down. And yeah. uh -huh. and, and that's what you're talking uh -huh. about. Well, I have a non-disclosure agreement that I'm not trying to get into that. Yeah, no, I'm just well. I'm, I'd love to. I'd love to write a book about it. Trust me. Yeah, maybe uh, off but, air we can talk about that. I just wanted the, the <laughs> listeners to know that that yeah, but yeah, it was it's an inter, it was an entertainment complex like none other on the there planet. There we go. With uh, you know the a concert venue that held sixteen hundred people, um, a ra the number one rock radio station, a, a racetrack, the whole deal, and I was the face and the yep. voice of the entire franchise. I was the first guy hired, and I was just about damn near the last guy to go. Yeah, I mean when when it all fell apart. Uh, so it was, it was a great opportunity and I appreciate, I appreciate the chance and it allowed me to put this band together. But when that all fell apart, everybody, I hung went in. to Dave and Gino and I, well, are you guys going to stay? And they, we're all staying. We decided we like it here. We're staying. And if we're going to stay, we might as well keep, keep the band going. And what are we going to call it now? And devil. I can't. I had the brilliant idea to call it the Rock Keel Band. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you could have called it Baco. That's <laughs> <laughs> that. That's how it. That's how it's been, man. We, uh, we 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 stayed together. We hung tough. We we have two rules in this band: we don't stop and we don't suck. Those are pretty good <laughs> rules, Ron. <laughs> that's how we roll, man. Everything else is fair game, but man, there's no stopping and uh, there's no compromising our music, our friendship, our commitment to entertain people and uh looking forward to taking it on the road this summer too the, re the release party is just the beginning oh. we've got some big shows this year especially keel fest yeah let's get into Columbus, that keel fest. i thought you might keel and fest 2019 at the alarosa villa presented by tong productions if i've got my press release right friday may 10th starting at 6 p.m my lord you're gonna do steeler with members of steeler you're gonna do keel with the whole keel band and you're gonna do the ron keel band you're going know, to saying, sing three sets is that right that's not what's well, it's one show it's there's not sets there's no break it's one solid three-hour show uh and yeah, I'm insane, but I, I, I got to do it while I still can, man. I still, I believe that 
Well, b- before real do, quick, let me ask you this because I, you know, you, you sent me your book and I read it, and it's you were very much a self-trained vocalist on the early end. Did you ever get any official training? Oh, I'm pretty sure in my book I gave credit to my my coach <laughs> Elizabeth Sabine. God, you're a dick. You did that to me last time. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> At least I read the book. I read the damn book. I just don't remember everything. <laughs> you can't. No, I don't remember. And I'm doing the audio book now, Paco. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all coming back to me. As I read it, I got to relive it even more in depth than I did when sure. I was writing it. So that that's an amazing experience <laughs> reading the audio book. But I was trained in that training, the Sabine. And she was the, the, the Hollywood rock scream trainer i mean she, she trained me and jizzy pearl axel rose uh she was this little tiny australian lady probably weighed 90 pounds soaking wet she, she was old at the time she's already old then in the 80s and she'd just, she just she'd hold it put a light a candle and put it right in front of her mouth and she would unleash these ungodly screams and the candle the flame would not waver or flicker wow the flames she taught me how to use my body and not my breath. I'm holding my. I've been holding my breath the entire conversation, the entire interview. Baco, I have not taken a breath. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you talk to. I haven't ways. blinked. Tell <laughs> you gotta you gotta speak in what we call a connected tone. You know, you're not blowing air through the pipes. It's not a saxophone. It's not a woodwind instrument. Okay, that sharp, strong, metallic tone, like I'm speaking now. I could do it all day, all night. Um, there are limitations. We're only human, and I'm, I'm not 26 anymore. Sure, but uh, you have to train. You have to. Pr- I have to practice. I'm not a talented guy. I'm a hardworking son of a bitch. So I have to. I have to practice a lot. I have to sing every day. I have to talk. I have to exercise my voice. Practice, warm up, and stay in shape. But uh, I'm. I'm up for the task. We do literally. I mean, like I said, next Friday, next Saturday. At the record release party, we have over three hours of music, and no, it's not hot on your heels or some of that Steeler stuff. But, <laughs> uh, you know that I, I, I think I can do it. The Keel shows that we've done have all been—I've uh, been very proud of my vocal results on songs like "Speed Demon," "You're the Victim," "I'm the Crime," all those old Keel classics mm-hmm. that we do on the Monsters of Rock cruise that we'll be doing together at Keel Fest. And uh, no, I'm—I'm—I wouldn't be going if I didn't think I could deliver the goods. And bring together to all my brothers, all my, my all these guys, Rick Fox from Steeler. We haven't, I mean, we, we did a, he did a guest appearance at the Whiskey a few years back, came up and did a couple of songs with us. Mitch Perry on guitar, who replaced Inve Momstein in Steeler. So we're going to do um, a Steeler segment of the show. How much Steeler are you going to play? We're going to, we're going to probably do six songs, I think. Okay. I mean, there's only what, eight, nine songs on the record. Yeah. Nine, um, I think. So, uh, and one of them is instrumental. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to play that one? <laughs> uh, you know, we're, I'm, I'm hoping that I've got all these great guitar players on this. I mean, this is like Generation X or Both whatever. Brian, Brian Jay and Mark Ferrari still play with Keel, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh great, yeah. great guitar Brian players. Jay, Mark Ferrari with Keel, and Mitch Perry, uh, and uh, then DC Cawthorn, and my other guitar players from the Ron Keel band. It's going to be a guitar-a-thon. I'm hoping they'll come out at some point and 
we're trying to orchestrate some type of guitar masturbatory uh, <laughs> occasion where they come out and wake off for 10 minutes so I could have a break real quick at some point during the show. I don't know, but it's, yeah. it's an amazing event. Chance for me to get all of that. All of those I'm going to start a GoFundMe to have Ingve show up and just stand at the edge of the stage during that and go, oh, I could do that. Man, he'd probably do it for 50 grand. <laughs> yeah, okay. He'd do it for yeah. beer. No, I think he'd probably about 50 grand, maybe, you know. Mm. Uh, well, but, you know, he's, no, he's not participating. Yeah, I know, uh, I Mitch, know. I just... Mitch, Mitch Perry replaced Ingvay in 83 in Steeler, and Mitch has serious cred and track record. Of, sure, Obviously, yeah. having played with uh, MSG and Heaven, he's now with Sweet. Um, just played with Cher and, you know, Johnny Winter and just, I mean, he's the guitar player's guitar player. We've mm. stayed friends through the years. We always felt we had some unfinished business. And when I called him to, to do this, he stepped up to the plate. He said, yes, absolutely. Let's rock. And, uh, so it's a chance for me to, to showcase the new album. Rock Hill Band will, will do all the songs from the Fight Like a Band album. We'll get out there and promote our new record and give the fans the keel stuff they want to hear and take them back down memory lane with the 80s. And Steeler and all that. We've got Bobby Brown, the Cherry Pie Girl, hosting and emceeing and doing her stand-up <laughs> Not routine. the member of that boy band uh, who married no, Whitney Houston. No, I know. It's, yeah. No, it's, it's the Bobby Brown, the, yeah. the, the no, Cherry I, Pie Girl. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she'll be there as our host and MC, hostess and emcee. It's going to be a fantastic night. Tickets are like 30 bucks. This thing's going to sell out. Uh, the show is 9.30 to 12.30. And then at 12.30... The VIP after party guests get to stay for twenty bucks. You get an after party pass. You stay in the bar, hang with all of the guys. Your one chance to get a photo taken with Keel, Ron Keel Band, and Steeler, Rick Fox, Mitch, all, the, all of us doing your photo op, having a cocktail, celebrating the eighties and the present day, the future, and everything in between together. Right on, man. Uh, I'm on board. I uh, haven't quite uh, figured out how to get there, but. Uh... <laughs> Man, it if you're a Keel fan, anybody who's followed your career, this is such a, a cool event. I uh, kudos to you for throwing it on. Thank you. And it was you know, really it was kind of a joke. Uh, I thought of it a few years back, and I'm a domain whore. If I think of something like uh, let the bad times rock dot com, I'll I'll, I'll register <laughs> the domain. If I think of a line uh, like that, I'll register. So I went I'll kill fast. I registered the domain. All right. Yeah. So, when's that ever going to really happen? I mean, that's 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 unlikely, to say the least. And we have an event in Columbus, Ohio, that we're doing on the 11th, the following day which is a memorial service for who was the guy who was, who was my best man at my wedding, who was one of my best mm. friends in the world. One of the guys that I wrote Hey Man for, by the way, George. You know, I, George, I wanted he, to ask if, because if, there, there was the one line in there that made me think that you were talking about someone who had passed. So it was the, the guy you're about to talk more about. That's correct. Yeah, George was best man at my wedding and one of my best friends my whole life. And he passed away from cancer last summer. And yep. we're having a memorial poker run a bike event for him on the 11th in plain city ohio just about 30 miles outside of columbus where we're gonna we're gonna raise enough money to provide for his, the people he left behind and uh, fix his headstone and you know just kind of just pay our pay our homage to to this guy who was a local hero to and you know, one of my best friends and just a, a larger than life uh, tough son of a bitch with bikes and guns and mm. whiskey and <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a he was an amazing cat, man, and a dear, dear friend. So 
uh, when we scheduled that, I go, well, that's a Saturday. People were ever go, well, why don't you bring Rock Hill Band with you? I can't bring the Rock Hill Band. To, it's too expensive. You know, yeah. I can't bring them out there for an event like that. It's, uh, but what about if we do a show the night before? And what about if we bring Keel? And how about we bring Steeler? Turn into Keel. Like, let's do this Keel Fest thing. And Tong Productions, Missy Tong and her husband Jeff Tong, who have promoted some big shows there in Columbus, old friends of mine, and uh, I've known them for a long time. There's a lot of trust, a lot of uh, respect, and they're the the perfect production company to bring this show to life in Columbus, Ohio, on May 10th. So we decided to, to decide to go for it. Tickets are selling extremely well, and the the Again, you're going to have people from all over the country making that road trip to Kiel Fest uh, 2019. I hope to do more of them, but it is expensive. It's just, there's, I mean, there's ten musicians. I mean, there's I've got ten guys. Yeah, uh, that, that I have to pay. And hey, is crew. anybody else playing all three shows besides me? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, Gino does double duty because he's the bass player in Ron Kiel Band yeah, and yeah. Kiel. Dwayne Miller. Uh, from Keel is going to play drums for the Steeler segment because Dwayne actually actually auditioned for Steeler when he was 18. That's how I met him. Okay. He auditioned for Steeler. So he's going to do Steeler and Keel. What about um, uh, uh, is Rick Fox coming out for this? or? Yes, Rick Fox. Nice. Is, you can't have Steeler without Rick Fox. All right. Right yep. on. Absolutely. Rick is uh, still a dear friend, and uh, I, I love that guy. Uh, he's he's uh, he's quite a character, and no, but nobody embodies that Hollywood '80s spirit like quite like Rick Fox does. Man, he is he's the real deal. He's still out there in L.A. To have him back with Steeler again, I know it's a thrill for him. He's he's enjoying the ride, and uh, so it's going to be um, it's going to be a lot of fun for all of us. Now, we'll, at the end of the night, you will probably see everybody on stage together, you know, performing. Right that perhaps let's spend the night together and write to rock and uh, just one big finale type celebration with way more guitars than we need. <laughs> what the hell, man? Plug it in, turn it up, and let's rock. Oh, well, I, I mentioned, definitely, by the way, you can find all this information on the Ron Keel website, uh, ronkeel.com, correct? That is correct. And it, just in case anybody is wondering how to, how to find out how to get it more, not like, what more information do you need? Jesus Christ. But, uh, oh, well, yeah, people these days, they, they have no idea how to find information. It's an internet. You know, I mean, yeah. the website is, it's, it's the hub. It's, it's literally in, your, in the palm of your hand. Um, you can find, I, I, how many times people will say, hey, Ron, what time you go on tonight? Hey, what, what's your mailing address? <laughs> it's all there. And also, you can find the link to my Patreon site, which is turning into something really. I can't really cool. believe you just said that. Let me let me lead you into that a little bit, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that was my next Dude. thing. Like I touched on the fact that you and I got to you know chat a little bit in Nashville. You were at the Rock and Pod. You were by by far the hero of the event. I, uh, you, you did almost every podcast as far that that would have you. Um, and 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 you you well. It's no surprise to me, but everybody just seemed to just gravitate towards Ron Keel. Uh, so thank you for that from all the podcasters. I guarantee of course, they're yeah. going to be well, happy that, that that you were so giving of your time and, and such a good guest. But it seemed like you walked away from that basically being like, I am the greatest Patreon person on the world. You started a Patreon, and you were so aggressive and perfect with this. Tell the people how they can join the what what do they get for the Ron Keel Patreon? I well, mean I know three, but 
three different levels, and it's a subscription site. You know, it's like a, you're subscribing, you're paying a monthly fee, and you're going to get cool stuff that nobody else gets. Content, audio, video, uh, music, and video presentations, personal interaction and experiences with me that nobody else is going to get. That's my house online where I show my true colors and my radio <laughs> show, my podcast. You can go in there and watch the first Kill show ever from April seventh, nineteen eighty four. That's a quick question on that. So, like, if I if someone were to join the Patreon today, would they have access to everything that someone who had joined at the same level at the beginning? That is correct. You could go back and catch up on the audio book, the previous podcasts, all of the video presentations, the concert videos, and rare clips that I'm sharing. Go back and catch up on what you missed. And get new stuff every week, uh, live interactive experiences, live online chat. And uh, the whole thing grew out of that, as we said earlier in the conversation, Baco, how I wasn't sure when Renee was diagnosed with cancer if I was going to be able to go on the road again. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, you, just, you hit, get hit with a diagnosis like that, you don't know what's coming, man. You know, you just you can figure, you know. You hope for the best and prepare for the worst. And I was going, man, I might not ever be able to leave home. I'm not leaving her if she needs me. But i got to entertain people. How can I entertain people online from home? I built a stage in my basement. I've got a concert stage in my basement where I can do an acoustic show for you right now. And uh, we do these live cool. broadcast broadcast live from the fan cave. And the whole place is decorated with gifts from the fans and uh, friends and fans throughout my entire career. I'm, I'm able to perform. I could do voice lessons. We're going to do some uh, vocal workshops, songwriting workshops, whatever I feel like doing. If I think, hey, man, I should share this with my friends. Instead of going to Facebook, I'm going to Ron Keel Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Ron Keel. I know a lot of podcasters are, have embraced that format as well as a way to monetize your, your product. And uh, God forbid that, that, that uh, yeah, I want to get paid for my work. Of course. I think we all do. Um, and people, they're, they're outraged. Some of them don't understand, why, why are you charging for your music? It's just music. Why you come over here and mow my lawn? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say, you, you cut my grass, I'll sing you a song. Uh, you know, so, but it's it's not expensive. It's a buck ninety nine for the basic tier. Mm-hmm. Buck ninety nine a month, and that gets you in the door, gets you the live chat, gets you the news and updates and announcements first before anybody else hears about it. You're going to hear about it on my Patreon first. You're going to see all the cool new artwork. You're going to hear the new songs. You're going to be able to interact with me. The $6.99 a month gets you all access, everything, every video clip, every audio clip, everything for $6.99 a month. And the $24.99 is for the insane Keelaholics. The $24.99 a month, I give you... I could probably give you about 50 bucks worth of stuff because I'm sending these fans <laughs> laminated passes and t- special T-shirts. Yeah. I'm mailing out packages every month. Every, every, all of my subscribers this month, if you're listening right now, it's not too late to subscribe at <laughs> patreon.com slash Ron Keel. Subscribe right now, and I'll send you an autographed copy of the Fight Like a Band CD for free. It's twenty twenty four ninety nine. If you're a mm-hmm. hardcore subscriber, they're not buying my CD. They've already bought it. They've subscribed. So they're going to get one sent personally from me because that's how I roll. 
That's amazing. Uh, it, it is actually really cool. I, I it, it, fans of Ron Keel and Keel the band, you should definitely check it out. Do you think you'll ever throw any of the stuff like you did with uh, what was that that chick group you did? Uh, fair, uh, fair game, right? Yeah, yeah. Any of that stuff gonna come up? Or you got any like rare demos? You can go to you, you can go to my Patreon page right now if you are all access subscriber for six ninety nine. You can download the entire Fair Game album. It's yeah, already there. Th- is there any hidden stuff you're going to like throw at us down the road? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> last week I last week I played my Black Sabbath demo for the first time yeah. in 35 years. Nobody's heard that. Nobody's well, heard that. The guys in my band hadn't heard that. She knows cool. been my best friend for 21 years. He's been bugging me for 21 years. To, hey, come, let me hear that. I've never played it for him, but my Patreon fans yep. got to hear it last week for the first time ever anywhere. Right on. Yeah, I, you know, the, one of the things that like uh, I, I, I really appreciate about you is that, like, you know— I, I imagined who you were like as as a young fan, and you are literally and figuratively that you are a larger than life character. <laughs> you're, you're you're taller than almost everybody I know, uh, and, and but but you're a professional. You you just you deliver and and uh, trust me, if you're a fan, you're not going to be disappointed by uh, subscribing to Ron Keel's Patreon. And you can cancel. I mean, you can go on there, pay six ninety nine, look at everything, and all right, I'm out. Cancel. You're done. You don't. You don't it's a month to month deal. Get what you want and bail for seven yeah, bucks, okay. baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, mean, it, 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 I haven't had no one cancel yet. By the way, yeah. nobody's nobody's yeah. canceled their subscription. I've had a couple of people who's had their credit cards declined. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's their that's problem. A different but, thing. That's a different issue. <laughs> It is. It is. Uh, uh, I wish I could cop. I wish you could give it away for free. Uh, but it, it's a it's a job, and I take it very seriously. But you're not I, charging I, something for nothing. There there's some pretty cool perks with this thing. Uh, I, I I've seen the breakdown and all this stuff. Plus, if you hit that uh, that super level, right, that the 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 Keelaholic fan, you get. I think you mentioned it. The twenty dollar, you know, towards the merch. You know, that's right. Yeah, you can get a twenty dollar. Uh, gift certificate in the Ron Keel online store. That means you can get me sending you a video Valentine for only 30 bucks instead of 50 bucks. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of Valentine, uh, the listeners should know that Ron did not want to spend Valentine's Day with me. We are doing this the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, no, yeah, you, you pretty much saved my done, ass, man. Dude, I, I was thinking, why does he want to do this on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Isn't Amy going to be pissed? And so and so I, I, I just... That's part of the service I provide for, yeah, for my friends. Yeah, I, I owe you, <laughs> I owe you more than the uh, the Patreon. Uh, well, speaking of Roncast, you've been on my show three times. It's about time you have me on yours, don't you think? I, I mean, totally agree. You're like and seven plan- episodes in, or how right, was it, it? Eight. Let's do it. You're on. I I, I love that uh, interviewing people that are in your position. Fans, first of all, fan. You're a fan first and foremost, and a podcaster. The podcast community has embraced me. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing format for communicating with people, going in depth. You're not going to get an interview like this one. We've been we've been talking now for over an hour. Jesus you're Christ! You're not going to get that anywhere else other than these podcasts like yours, where fans can really get to know guys like me. And it is working. Back on, we're selling records because of guys like you. It's absolutely the truth. Because the fans will hear an interview like this and go, man, I like that guy. I want to check out the new album, and cool. they'll listen and they'll. They'll pay attention. You're making a difference in our careers, so it, it, it really means a lot to us. And so, I want to interview people like you and 
and some other media and industry <laughs> insiders on my broadcast to get your perspective on it. So we're going to make that happen, man. I, I am totally on board. I was actually thrown out as a joke, but hell yeah. Uh, bring me on anytime you want, Ron. You got uh, it. It's going to happen. I want to really go back to the song Girls Like Me real quick. You kind of reminded me of that. Uh, a couple things. Um, is that your? That's actually Renee uh, at the end of the song? It's not. No. Oh. It's, uh, it's Lori Kohler. It's uh, Jeff's wife. Now, we had the girls in. We have... Dude, I have 25 minutes worth of girl talk. <laughs> so the girls all sang, all of the wives, and you know they're all sang on the record, on the girls like me on the chorus. But I wanted them to say stuff that they wouldn't normally say. So I'm getting kind of, I've got 25 minutes, priceless. I should release this on my Patreon. There you go. I, and so I just sent the girls into the microphone and just have one. Things that you would never say to your husband for a thousand, Alex. Right? So, and like one of them would say, "Honey, let's go shopping. I want to buy you a new guitar." <laughs> or, the, honey, oh, please. I totally get it now. I t- <laughs> and they're all saying stuff that, "Hey, let's shut up. The game's on, and let's do some shots and all the stuff that girls girls would never say. <laughs> things our wives would never say to us." I have all say it. And no, yeah, was, let's make the listeners God, wait till they hear it. So, well, it's not on the track. God bless, them. God bless the ladies. Uh, no, it, but there, there is no, the one that you, there's the one at the end, though, right? There's one, and yeah. this Lori, Jeff's wife, the Rev, our drummer, she did not want to be there. She did not want to. <laughs> she's like she's microphone shy. It's like I don't want. What am I doing here? Oh, come on, we want because we want the, the the ladies to participate in yeah. the recording. And she just walks up and says that. First, uh, first thing out of her mouth, and that's the only thing I ended up using, because uh, the ladies are great. You know, we love our wives. There was no, I like the way the line runs up the back of the stocking. You know, sure, yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. looking for. I was looking for some, <laughs> something that we could listen to for ten years now, and so hey, that's cool. Like when David Lee Ross said that back in the eighties, it's priceless, it's timeless. But that one line that Lori delivers at the end of the song. Yeah, that's pretty good. That That's pretty damn good. Uh, but I do think I will release those outtakes. We've got some, <laughs> we got some chicks talking dirty, man. We were just busted up laughing at the yeah, studio. It, we had a good time with this record, man. I tell you, it's, it's a good time song. No doubt. And uh, the, 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 the premise of the song, because we really didn't talk about it, is that like you're trying to talk about like you want a girl who's like you, self-interest. But this is my next question that I had for you on that song. I've met you, Ron. Is your wife really like you? <laughs> no, I would hope <laughs> she. She does. There's a lot. We do have a lot in common. I mean, sure. we, she loves camping, shooting guns, uh, watching football. She'll have a drink every now and then. You know, so yeah, there's there's a lot in common. Uh, but there's and stuff other than I always say my wife, I'm not a big religious philosopher, but she is definitely the yin to my yang as a comparison. Like she balances me out, you know, but she's, we have, like you said, a lot in common, but there are certain things that she kind of like almost makes me correct in certain ways. Yeah. Renee makes order out of my chaos. My yeah. life is absolute mayhem and she's, she's the order to that chaos. She's got five college degrees. Ooh. I'm a high school dropout. So there's, there's your balance right there. <laughs> See, there there's your yin and yang. Uh, well, uh, all the best to you and your wife. Um, it, it sounds like everything's just, you know, magical there. Uh, Ron, we, you have been so generous with your time. I can't believe we've talked this long. Well, I appreciate the opportunity and I, I, I enjoy our discussions and I hope that the fans and the listeners will enjoy it as well. Uh, that's what it's all about, man. We're here to, 
to entertain ourselves and to entertain those people who uh, take the time to listen. So thanks to everybody who's listening to this. Uh, support the podcast and, and Baco and, and the entire podcast community. It really is a great way to to download interviews and entertainment content and enjoy broadcasts like this at your leisure. Download it, listen to it whenever you get a minute and, or, or an hour. And I appreciate the support, our friendship, and I'm glad. You, I'm just glad you really like the record, Baco. That that means a lot mm. to me. That you listen to it, you got it, and you like it. songs i don't know where the time has gone but i keep on keeping on yeah brother it's over too but i'll never stop thinking about me and you singing those tunes about mexico whatever we are that's how we roll the singers die but the songs Ron. Ron, this is Baco. Baco, what's going on, my friend? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 